So I was going through my archive, mm. which I quite often do, just like, what was I doing a year ago? Because sometimes it comes up with memories, doesn't it? Sometimes yeah. you don't necessarily want them. So this was the 6th of December. It's Tiesto. Yeah. Justin Busker's in Bristol doing my funeral march. <laughs> Have you booked them? <laughs> As if Broadmead wasn't dire enough. <laughs> Go on, everyone, sing along. Yeah. Yeah. Any requests? Can you do my funeral? <laughs> so, hello, and welcome to episode 31 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Demo. And birthday boy himself, Mark. Mm. Yesterday, if I'm looking ahead to the future. Yes. As long as your scheduling is on track, which (laughs) it often is. Yeah. It's a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, conspiracy, and ants tickling the bottoms of aphids for some honey juice or something. Mm. Honey juice. Honey juice. Honey juice sounds worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got, got bum tickling, you've got to have juice in yeah. there, haven't you? Your photo oh, on Instagram is cool. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, mm. it captures the moment. <laughs> <laughs> in all horrible detail. Mm. We're all work in progress and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's poke at our perfectly imperfect lives. And if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness, then our work here is done. If you haven't already subscribed to us in your favourite podcasting app, then please do so. It's a great way to have all of our latest episodes delivered to your device as soon as we publish it. And if you have a spare moment, then please do leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, as that will be well, just the right thing to do, quite frankly. Makes sense. <laughs> Coming up in warm-up and stretch, we've got some bookmarks, apologies, and I'm praying for a hot water bottle update. I really am. Um, in what seems to be our <laughs> ever... Oh, is there one? A little bit of one? Otherwise, I'll just scrap what I'm going to say. I think there is. I need to check my phone. Uh, okay. My phone's so Okay, I'll put it in any way and just fingers yeah, crossed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, water bottle update what seems to be an everlasting not now. consumer feature. Work-life ballet. We've got some birthday business to conclude. Wise mind. We're looking at the wise mind in brain food where the reasonable mind and emotional mind meet. Okay. Yeah, no, where they meet. You're correct. Thank you. <laughs> I looked up and everything. Yeah, yeah. No, you're okay. How are you? Um, it's worth a thought, actually. Um, you can take your time. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just, just going to try and give I mean, you there's a no rush. formed Um Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Like a steady 6.3, 6.4. No, not 6.4. 6.3, 6. Not 6.7. Out of what? Seven? <laughs> I, know no. you, I know you're ranking. No. Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. there won't be 10, the will mid- it? <laughs> it won't be out of 10. The med- no, I'm in the mid sixes and the mid sixes is good. Yeah, I'm all right. You're, I'm si- you're a six out of nine person, aren't you? <laughs> is that right? Would I be right? Have I got you right? I would just do it out of ten. Just to, Oh, you would? Yeah. Oh, yeah. boring. <laughs> How normal. How are you? Um, what would your magic number be? Oh, I'm probably a four and a half. Mm, okay. I'm not much better since we last saw each other. I thought you were fine before. I just thought you were lacking in energy and then listening yeah, to well, your I, edit. Your... Well, it sounds like I was, you know. I thought you were quite oh. sparky in that. Could have put it on for the listener <laughs> after you gave me a bollocking at the beginning to get my shit together. Yeah. I was thinking about, I'm not feeling that good. I was thinking about calling off training tomorrow because I'm feeling so, but Okay. maybe you can persuade me. No, it's good for me. I can have a lion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucked. <laughs> Do what you want. Uh, I've got some breaking, <laughs> I've got some breaking news. Go on. Santa's had COVID. 
he just came down the street on what yeah. looked like a mobility scooter. Yeah. Um, before you came and then went up, went up the sort so we went out to the front door to see say him. hello as you do. Is this like an organized, is this? Well, we didn't know he was coming. No. It was a bit early. Yeah. Really, isn't he? Everyone, yeah. It's a common problem. So, <laughs> coming early down chimneys, so is that just, is that just <laughs> you didn't need a the whole chimneys, bit? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's why I didn't have any children, wasn't it? Right. Because then he comes once a year and outs down a chimney. We said no I more got, jokes. No, yeah, but I have got some, and that wasn't it. Um, so we went off down a side street, and we thought, we're not staying out in the cold. Okay, let's just recap. recap. What? Is this an organised thing for your little part of Bristol? I don't, Did you get advance does notice? It matter? <laughs> yes, is it organised? Do I need advance fun? notice for Santa to turn up? So why would you just stand at your front door looking well, at someone him. on a... Can, if you let me finish oh. my... We haven't even started. So, okay. Sand, you know when Santa goes around the streets, he's normally accompanied by music, isn't he? Maybe that's the bit I omitted. Okay. You heard the music. Was yes. it a carol bus? No. It was okay. a mobility scooter. Okay. It looked like Times one. are hard. <laughs> and it was all kind of, was a, you know, like a sleigh thing. Yeah. with all. It was all lit. Festooned? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he went up the side street. Yeah. Then he came back and he kind of stopped. It was just him on his own. I mm. thought there would have been like, you know... a. There's normally kind of a elves. driver and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, elves. Yeah, and reindeer. He was just on his own. And then he stopped and all the lights went out. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe he's just having a bit of a break. Anyway, he ran out of petrol. So Mike next door um, went out to help him. And while we were out there, we, he was having a chat and we found out he'd been on a cruise and contracted COVID. You keeping up? I, I just thought it was breaking news. I thought mobility scooters were electric. You sure he wasn't on a lawnmower? Well, I, I said I th- it, what looked like a mobility scooter, but it clearly was on a... Okay, but it's petrol. You know, pack. What was he? At? What was he doing? He was spreading cheer spreading throughout germs, the land. Spreading germs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's giving us all COVID for Christmas. Hmm. Anyway, that was uh, only meant to be a quick. Uh, it's an anagram of Satan. You do the math. Is. Yeah, I got the colour of urine in my head. I know you mentioned it. Yeah, not clear. Light straw. What, all right, it's not clear what colour it's meant to be, or it's <laughs> it's light straw. Yeah, a light straw colour. Okay. There's a chart. So this thing, if you drink lots of water and it comes out clear, is, that, is a bit of a fallacy. You've gone too far, because then you're sort of, things like minerals and other stuff are actually being washed mm-hmm. out. There is actually, you can go too far with right. hydration. Okay. And I've read a couple of reports that says you're looking at light straw colour, light yellow, not clear. Okay. The top tip. Mm-hmm. Stalin's girlfriend. These are just the things that have been rattling around my head. I'm just intrigued. You don't have to do them now. Right? Go- we could save it for another day. So... I've discussed this with my Russian correspondent and she was unsure of this one. It was the one that said about the horse and other Russian-based Catherine the Great. Do you have to beep her name out again like I did before? Is she okay with just, being No, mentioned? just beep it out because it's funny. Okay. <laughs> you'll never she know we're talking about talk. her. Well, no, she might work she it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just makes it sound exotic then, doesn't it? Yeah. Or Well, no, someone from Russia and we can't mention their name. All oh, right, yeah. It's called <laughs> I'm just giving myself some work. <laughs> Uh, but I checked with her, and she didn't know this story. The story I heard was Stalin had a child with a 13 or 14-year-old girl who was either girlfriend, stroke, wife, stroke, confidant, whatever. Wow. But he'd met her when she was two, and he'd saved her from drowning. Right. When he was quite a lot older. 
Now, I, I need to do some research on this because there's a Indeed lot going on there. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> but allegedly at the beginning of all this. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to get sued. <laughs> oh, he's gone, is he? I would reckon so, yeah. Oh, okay. I just, I was, what made me think was imagining if it was true that you had saved the life of someone at two years old and then you later, they became the mother of your child. That is like, it's quite hard to comprehend yeah. the intricacies. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not going to mention a word on that till I fact checked okay. everything. Good, excellent yeah. news. Something popped up to this morning. <laughs> it's not the best way to start a section. Something caught my eye on the news this morning. Yeah. Rose Island. Have you heard of Rose, Rose Island? And the reason this caught my eye is because it just sounds like Sealand. Netflix is adapting a story of the Prince of Anarchists. That's probably why it popped up, because yeah. I saw the word anarchist yeah. and thought, oh, Mark's going to like this. Giorgio Rosa. In the late 1960s, an Italian engineer built his own island in the Adriatic Sea, which housed a restaurant, bar, souvenir shop, and even a post office. It is an extraordinary story, which has gone largely untold for decades. Now, that's about to change with the release of Rose Island, a new Netflix film, which follows the true story of Giorgio Rosa and his battle with the Italian authorities for his self-made structure to be recognised as an independent state. Okay. The story is likely to have passed you by unless you happen to live uh, in the north Italian city of Rimini off the coast of which Rosa built his utopian micronation. <laughs> uh, some quick facts about it. In 1967, Italian engineer Giorgio Rosa designed and financed the construction of a 400-metre square platform, which was suspended 26 metres above the seabed by steel pylons. The structure was built 12 kilometres off the coast of Rimini, just beyond Italian territorial waters, which meant it was outside the control of the authorities. Yeah. Rosa made himself the president and declared it an independent state, the Republic of Rose Island, Authorities were unhappy that Rose Island had been built without permission and was benefiting from tourism whilst simultaneously avoiding tax laws. As well as claiming the island was being used for drinking and gambling, some politicians even suggested the island posed a threat to national security and could be providing cover for Soviet nuclear submarines in an effort to damage its reputation. But just 55 days after the island's declaration of independence on 24th of June 1968, the Italians sent in military forces to assume control. They destroyed Rose Island on the shouldn't laugh, it's awful. They destroyed Rose Island on the eleventh of February, nineteen sixty-nine, using dynamite. Mm. They exited through the gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Banksy, isn't it? It is. Yes, yeah. mm. that was good. Basically, yeah. Sealand, wasn't it? Fair play, having a go, isn't it? Warm in here, isn't it? You were yeah, right? I'm you were... thinking about taking the hoodie off. Oh. I'm thinking about it. You got, you got your something on underneath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, I just need to prepare myself, that's all. <laughs> I'm not scared of death, quotes. I couldn't let it lie, I'm sorry. You couldn't let it lie. What's that? Where's that from? Is that Vic and Bob? You couldn't let it lie, could you? Could well be, yeah. This is one I did find on my travels. Okay. I'm not afraid of death, I just don't want to be there when it happens. Yeah, I saw that, Spike Wood, Medigan. No, Woody Allen. Yeah, he, he stole it off Spike Medigan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did he? Do your research. Did he really? I think so. Oh. I think. I like what Spike Milligan has on his gravestone. Go on. I told you I was ill. <laughs> I found a quote. It's not death that a man should fear, but he should fear never beginning to live. Yeah, nothing like mine. <laughs> it's exactly like yours. I didn't have beginning to live. It's the sentiments exactly the same. Who was it then? Who was it? Marcus Aurelius. The Greek. Because you were going, oh, you're going to go 1903. Actually, it's a lot. But he was around. It's before 1903. He, yeah. Marcus Aurelius Antonius was a Roman emperor from uh, 161 to 180 and a Stoic philosopher, or oh. a Stoic philosopher. Yeah. Stoicism is big, yeah. Um, he was the last of the rulers known as the five good emperors and the last emperor of So Pax what year Romana, was that again? Sometime between 161 and 180. BC 
Brady. No, it'd be AD, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay, so you've managed to trawl back 2,000 years and find one uh, person yeah. that said something I've similar, done nothing. but not as insightful as <laughs> I've done nothing else. It's... You failed. <laughs> I'm having that one. That's uh, been trademarked. I've already got a T-shirt with it on. Have you? No. Is that what you've got underneath? <laughs> yeah. You're about to show me our view. Them, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, this is, uh, this is under apologies. I've just got two. I don't know if you've got any, but I've got two. I've given up on apologies. <laughs> don't care anymore. And in the last episode, in the intro, I said um, goldfishes in wash basins. Wash, wash, but it's actually quite hard to say. Yeah. Goldfishes in wash, wash but see, I can't say it. Is Can it goldfish? It? Well, uh, just to demonstrate the level of pedantry on this, on this podcast, yeah. I thought I had to double check it. And it turns out that goldfishes is as much the plural of goldfish as goldfishes. Mm-hmm. There we that are. was quite clever what you just... Was that meant to be clever? <laughs> so rude. Was it? What? What I've just written. What you've just read? Yeah. Say it, it was meant to be clever. It was clever. <laughs> it was really <laughs> clever. <laughs> surprised. Yeah, to a degree. <laughs> oh, do you want to read it again? No, no, no. Well, not good. Next. Aphids aren't flies. No, I never said we, they were. No, we no. I, I said I, they're I, little. Right before you all get. Oh, I never <sighs> said. I, I just, just. I'm making a statement. Just breathing. Just I'm breathing, making just a breathing. statement. I thought they were, and I think we kind of said they they ter- they have wings, and they turn into those ones that get stuck in your mouth when you go running. They kind, they do fly, but they're not flies. I think I said. No, I'm not saying you. I'm not saying. I'm just making a statement. Okay. I think. I think when I listened back to the pod, it sounded like we were saying they were flies. Okay. Both of us. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to um, have your say now? You weren't mindfully no. listening to me at all then. No, go on, tell me. <laughs> Although aphids cannot fly for most of their life cycle, which is what you talked about, okay, uh, they can escape predators and accidental ingestion by herbivores by dropping off the plant onto the ground. <laughs> That's all I've got, afraid. <laughs> <laughs> when they're scared, they just roll off the leaf. <laughs> um, yeah, that was it. What's that animal that basically has got an arse like concrete? What? The animal that has an arse like concrete. And it suddenly stops and its predators run into it and break their head. What are you talking about? Well, next time. I'll look it up. No, I can't wait for that. I it's can't a wait thing. that long. It's a thing. When's next time? How long have I got to wait? I've had like urine and other things and it Stalin's is, it's, girlfriend it's, going around my head. It's all an week. animal. Oh, this is well known. Everyone knows this. Apart from me mm. and everyone else listening. I'll remember it in a minute. I've got a feeling it's like wombat type family. Okay. Well, and so it's got a very, very hard ass. And basically, gonna... <laughs> people <laughs> run into it. And... <laughs> people run into it. They don't learn, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Just keep running into it. Uh, okay. Well, we'll definitely look at it in the next one. Yeah. Okay. But you will. Yeah. That's my homework. Now we've got those pleasantries out of the way. Mm. <laughs> Time for the unpleasantries. No. Um, it's your birthday. Well, uh, you... Happy birthday. For yesterday. Yeah. But for in the future as well. Yeah. Now just yeah. We, we kind of touched on this at the beginning of the last one. I don't think people probably would have got what we were on about when we were talking about the numbers when I was talking about double digits. You yeah. Know, are we getting yeah, to yeah, birthdays? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was last week when we were talking about your birthday. You were, <laughs> you said it, it, it's only just recently occurred to you mm. that you're in the decade that you thought was the, the decade you were going to be coming into yesterday. Yes. So And I was like, yeah. And you were like, I'm mind not, blown. <laughs> so I'm not starting 60. I've just done my first. You, yeah, you've already been in your 60th year yeah. for a year. Yeah, so it's not yeah. a celebration of all your 60. It's like a celebration of completing 60. Correct, yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, I think you were slightly let down. You probably could have started the festivities earlier, couldn't you? <laughs> you, just, you basically just would have been partying all year, right? I think I'd be... You thought you were going to be doing it from, yeah. from, from yesterday. 
Yeah. This is going to be your missed, first day of party three, time, but no, you've missed it by, yeah. I missed 365 days of no alcohol Heineken <laughs> <laughs> or Moretti, which is down to bloody £3.50. Is now. it? Okay, yeah. get a load in. I said to them it was four fifty last week. Do you have a word? Yeah. Do you go to the same person? But they see you come in, they're like, oh, mm. God, here he is. They said it's not now. <laughs> I bet they put that till close thing. Yeah, and you're like, huh? Every time. Um, you just be four bottles of Moretti. Just on the, two things on bottles. One is I've got an apology to make. I've done that. You just missed apologies. You said you don't do apologies anymore. I'm going to apologize I'm on your to birthday you. section now. I've been building up for this. Okay. Been waiting a whole year. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't expect anything else. So in the spirit of me showing you, actually, that person washing his car. Yeah. I watched it today. It's so funny. It really Shame we can't funny. put it out, really. Why not? He's got his number plate on it. And his face. <laughs> yeah, apart from and that. And his mum. His mum was there as well. All right. His, so, mu- his mum was there. She should have known better. Clipped him around the ear. Stop being a dick. Mm. Mm. I, d- I don't think just because you're a mum it makes you cleverer. Oh, if my mum was with me, she wouldn't have let me do that. No? No. Okay. So I'm going to show you. I don't know where this comes. Is this another comes. video of you? Just filmed someone else? No. <laughs> so it's <laughs> definitely a new section. So Mark films a member of the public. <laughs> Without their permission. <laughs> it's not every day. <laughs> So uh, when my dad was alive, we went to change his bathroom so that he was able to stay independent mm-hmm. for longer. The irony was we put in a great expense, a new shower, because he was climbing into a bath that wasn't safe. Right. He had one shower, which is yeah. is an expensive shower. Mm-hmm. But when the plumber was digging up the floorboards, he said to me, oh, we found this in the floorboards of your dad's bathroom. Oh. And he passed it to me. And I'm going to show you the first bit. Do you want me to describe it? You've got to describe it. This is like a feature already, isn't it? Yes, so it is, yeah. The other thing that you need to know is that the plumber was from south of the river, so he was a city supporter. Oh, oh dear. I mean, it was Surprise really... you let him in. Well, <laughs> I was just going to be really rude then. I can't. No, I can't be on. that rude. No, no. I'll beep it out. <laughs> no, I won't. You've already said shitheads on, the, on yeah. the other one. So anyway, he said to me, he said, I was going to smash this up because what's on it? Because we had a lot of banter. Because oh, he used to be a football hooligan as well. And he'd go, were you a as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah We've that's mentioned what you had this. We've yeah, mentioned no, this. just what you had in common. Um, yeah. <laughs> the time just <laughs> flew the by. Days. So this is what he dug up. Ah. It's a bottle. Is that a bottle of... It says it was a picture of a cartoon. It's a cool picture of a pirate. Yeah. With, a, with an eye patch and it says pirates tot pirates tot oh is it tot is it is and, it cider well no it's a um soft drink all right and look at the side of it's the got Ken, it says kensham at the top of it does it do you mean kensham no it says keystone <laughs> oh does it keystone company okay not kensham then no but look at the in- embossing on the bottle bristol yeah isn't that a beautiful bottle yeah a bottle of pop you wouldn't throw it's annoying that, that the label's gone over half of the lettering though. yeah but anyway i just thought really interesting so Br- bristol's written in the glass written in the glass mm. and i've looked it up and it was a thing and i can get probably about six quid for that bottle now so drinks are on me but i just thought interesting oh, you've, kept, name. you've kept it yeah yeah i've kept it but okay. an interesting name for a soft drink pirates tot don't quite know what it means a tot no. is normally like a bit of whiskey, is it, is it? small whiskey yeah so mm. maybe that's what we were giving children with the um maybe packets of sweet tobacco we used to sell Mm. Oh, that, this will blow your mind. The Teletubby's son baby has a baby. Yeah. Okay, right. The yeah. son that came up on Teletubby's, the face, that baby's the, the woman face, has now she's had just a... had a baby. Wow, thanks for that. Sorry, um, I hope I haven't gone off on a tangent. Not at, not at all. I mean, it's absolute gold. 
Can I get back to your birthday? Yeah. So born on the 10th of December, mm-hmm. 1960. This date was 21,915 days ago. 21,000? Okay. You've been alive for 525,960 hours-ish. You've been alive for about six of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was going on to the, the next one was um, you are thirty one million five hundred fifty seven thousand six hundred minutes old ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've slept for seven thousand three hundred seven days or twenty years or a bit more depending on you know how much yeah. you sleep. But you know I don't know this. I haven't. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't been counting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a Saturday under the sign of Sagittarius, as we've already mm-hmm. established. Uh, the U.S. president was. It's not Kennedy, is it? No, Eisenhower. Yes. Okay. Uh, the U.K. Prime Minister at the time was. Not that you remember it. I mean, I just thought you might, mm. you know. No, it's Harold, pretty Wilson. Harold Macmillan. Macmillan, yeah. Uh, Pope um, John XX111 <laughs> was leading the Catholic Church. He's a grand artist for the Catholic Church. Is what? Last, on our music special, XXX. Oh, 10, Tension, 10, yeah. 10, 10, 10, yeah. Sorry, missed that. You share a birthday with uh, Kenneth Branagh. Mm-hmm. And uh, your birthday in Back to Roman Numerals, again, is x.x11.mcmlx. Mm-hmm. And these fancy websites are getting all these things off. Say so you've got eight more years to work right. before you retire. I don't know how these things, they're so clever. I don't know how they know these things. Uh, would, would you like to know what was number one when you, when you popped out into this world? It was on, it was on the charts for... Um, Name the band. Five, it's not a band. Okay. It's an individual, American fella. John Denver. No. The other one. <laughs> the other one. Uh, Neil Diamond. <laughs> the other one. Shall we remain? I don't know. Tell me. Elvis Presley. Uh huh. <laughs> and he was he was at number one with a song called "It's Now or Never." Yeah. Do you want to know what's number two? No. Oh, this is cheery. I'm also one day, which is the bigger regret. I'm one day younger than Coronation Street. Right. That was 9th of December, 1960. How was it? You know, when you said about the birthday and I said, I've got a very, very quick anecdote. Yeah. I'll go, I'm going to just well, tell be a good time for it. Yeah. <laughs> while I'm, rather, while I'm doing something else. Rather than <laughs> not paying attention. <laughs> so I was born on a Saturday, as you said. Yes. And that Saturday, my dad, who was a rugby player, played against South Africa, oh. which is, has often been a story and blah, blah, blah. I think I was born at midday. So my vision was that my mum was in labour, my dad came, held her hand, I popped out, he gave me a kiss, then he went and played South Africa, which is quite a romantic. Was for England? Or? No, it was for something like Southwest Counties. Okay. It was like a representative yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, cool. I mean, but, but it was the full, like, South African, they were on tour. Okay. And about a year before he died, he gave me the programme for that match. Right. And I looked at it and I went, this wasn't at Bristol, the match. And he went, no, it was in Gloucester. And I went, how did you get to Gloucester for the match? Because I wasn't born till midday. Yeah. And he went, we went up the night before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So I went, let's just have a little rewind, Dad. Yeah. So I went, when I was born, where were you? And he goes, well, suffering from a hangover and just about to play a match. <laughs> so basically what had happened. I've been on the source in Gloucester. Yeah. Dropped my mum off, free pass for a night. <laughs> <laughs> gone and got bevied then got a train or a coach or whatever it was up to gloucester and got ready for the match and i said well when did you first see me then he said well after the match All right and i went talk me through it <laughs> and i'm here with my sister my sister's is, like is looking he, I, I, you know is he saying this with any kind of no 
Right, just... Uh, no, I'm just... He, I, don't, I obviously don't know your dad. Didn't no, know your dad. So. No, he was just reporting. I asked him to report what he did on these two days. Right. So there was and no was, sense of like a glint in his eye. It was just... Well, like, I'll oh, I've, been, I've been done it, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so I said, what exactly happened? We sort of went, okay. Um, so I played the match. And I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, you can spin for it. Had a bath. And then he said, oh, Trevor gave me a lift down from Gloucester. And I went, oh, that's because obviously they'd gone up on the coach for a train. Yeah. He said, oh, Trevor gave me a lift. And uh, I went, oh, yeah, so did you come and see me? And he said, yeah, I came and see you and mum. And then um, Trevor waited outside with the engine running. We got back up to Kingsholm, <laughs> which is where Gloucester yeah. play. And he said, because there was like a meal. And I went, so what happened? And he went, well, I got pissed again. <laughs> and then saw you sometime late Sunday. And I thought, oh. I think part of this is also attitude towards childbirth, isn't it? The yeah. idea now that, that you wouldn't be there at the birth, I think, is probably... Yeah, I think you, it's fairly common that people yeah. are. How did you feel? Did you find it funny? Was there any a bit of the, the, the story you wanted to cling no, to? There was, or you slight, just like, there was a slight just, pride. There okay. was a slight pride <laughs> because I'm thinking to be able to play South Africa was probably one of the highlights of his career. Yeah. But to be able to do it without any compunction about, oh God, really, I should be. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because also when he set off, he didn't know when mm. I was going to be born or how the birth was going to be. That was the other thing. Mm. It mm. wasn't he waited to see if I'd popped out and yeah. then thank God he's safe. Yeah, right. Mother and baby doing well. So crack on. Crack on. Nice. Get one. the Guinness out. That's good. Now, you've got a choice. Mm. Would you like your birthday present now or would you like it when I see you next? You're training on your my birthday, aren't you? <clears throat> I'm a bit of a stickler for it on the day, unless you think it would have good dramatic effect on here. Well, certainly one of them would. Do you want to give me one that would have dramatic effect? Uh, you want I think to. they both You're will. You're like a kid in a lollipop well, I think, well, one of them is relevant. Well, let's do it live on air. This will be a first. Here you go. You're that chomping at the bit, aren't you? I've had this you? for ages. There you are. Happy birthday. Okay. Thank you. If you want to open it and rustle it by the thing okay. to make it real. At this side of the microphone. <laughs> Oh, you're good. You like ripping paper off. Well, yes, but that's only... That's good. A man after my own heart. Only because my mum made us take it off with like a tiny nail scissor. Right, and be then, neat. Keep it. Yeah, and then the she, would, she would iron the paper. <laughs> when she, This is no word of a lie. God bless her. When you got a birthday card, mm -hmm. she wrote your name in the top right-hand corner. Right. In tiny letters. Right. And didn't stick the envelope down. So you could use the envelope again and put a stamp over where your name is. Ah. Clever, eh? Good, yeah. Recycling. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> okay, so it's... You get to um, around. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying it's cool looking at the box. <laughs> like a child. <laughs> yeah. He's There's giving me a box. Some, he's giving me a box. There's oh, something in the box for well. you. Oh, right. Okay, so special edition Bazooka Joe vinyl figure. And it is. It's a very true bazooka. Look at that. It's, it's number 19. Is there a series of these? Well, there's a series of pop. Pop icons. Is it pop icon? Yeah. Pop, pop, ad, I mean, there's, oh, there's, pop ad icons. There's Marvel ones. There's all sorts. But there might, there might be like a comic series. Yeah. This is lovely. This is really, really good. Thank you. I'm going to get it out. Yeah, I should. I rarely show enthusiasm for presents. <laughs> as people are going to find out this week. <laughs> It ain't no bazooka joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's he's cute. Oh, and the head turns. No, don't, yeah, don't pull it off. No, okay. <laughs> Be careful right. with it. It's not a toy. <laughs>
<laughs> Choking hazard. Yeah. There you are. Well, you can have your other one on there. Uh, you can have your other 17 presents on there. I have to have the one on Thursday because then you'll have to turn up. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Appreciate that. I think picture of that's probably needed for the Insta. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. Cool. It might just be on time, you know. Blimey. What was that? You clearly haven't waffled on for so what? How long was that? 25? Ish. It was good. Smashing through it. The last 20, I'll tell you, I know it hasn't come out until, <laughs> comes out tomorrow. So if you're hearing this, it came out three days ago. Um, oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've done a lot of laughing on that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I almost that. I almost died eight minutes in. You can hear me choking on my coffee. <laughs> exactly the, eight minutes. The funniest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I trained with Amelia today, and um, she said, "Sometimes Damien doesn't get your humour." Mm. I said, "No, he does." Well, yeah, but it's it. several days later. It's quite fun because I get to enjoy it another day, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you just sit there going. <laughs> You, you even text me the things you've missed and yeah. I go, was it snow, snow difference? It's no idea. It's no idea. Yeah. yeah. Too smart. It's just too quick for me. That's what it is. So we're going to be looking at, um, I think this is the title of the podcast. It's Mark's birthday and he can cry if he wants to. <laughs> I thought that was... Oh, you did like that one? Yeah, yeah, I did. I thought okay, that was good. I okay. I wasn't sure whether we were going to do any birthday bits, otherwise that no. would be a waste of time. I might try and cry as well later as well. <laughs> I'm only ever a few seconds away from it. Let me see. It's a new section. Let's see what can Let's upset make my... you without without touching you. Just see what I can. Yeah, if I, I can, can do. It, I can do it on order. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but you're going to strip off, aren't you? Only top. Is this your birthday strip? <laughs> There's a few layers under. There are. You must be sweating. Oof. It's, I've Hot been training, you. and you know how cold the garage is. Yeah. And so I had layers for that. That's what, that's what I don't want to come. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard work and cold. Yeah. Okay. Um, these, these are just little random bits. I don't want to go in detail. I'm thinking that maybe our love of Argos hot water bottles is... I don't know if it's shared. I don't think this is going to be a theme that's going to go on, go on and on and on. So we might have to drag it, it It's all. going to have a natural ending. Hasn't well, it? not now. Isn't It's no longer stopped by Sainsbury's Online as well. Something's happened. Yeah. Something serious has happened. We just haven't heard about it. Yeah. So I'm just going to give you a quick fire round. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I've been going back to Argos. I've I've put another question up. Still nothing. And there's one science question that I'm going to ask you on this to do with hot water bottles. But I'll just be very quickly. So if you remembered Angel from Leeds was yeah. the one, I think Angel said his wife preferred the hot water bottle to him. Yes. And then he said his name was Angel. I went yeah. to school with someone who was called Rupert Charles... Angel Fergie Woods. Right. It's a good name, isn't it? Yeah, really good. Um, Angel was also a character in Thomas Hardy. Is it Tess or the Durbervilles, I think? Anyway. So he's Angel has come back. He's, he's, bought, he's bought Not Now, uh-huh. uh, but he's also bought My Little Warmer. So right. we know that his wife is giving more attention to the hot water bottle than Angel. Uh-huh. Five out of five for heat retention and design. This bottle is warm. Right. Should be hot, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And it retains the warmness till daybreak. It doesn't, does it? Absolutely. No hot Nonsense. water bottle in the world retains. Yeah. You only your... think it does, but it's your basically your body heat, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Until daybreak and continuous. I <laughs> forever more. You never have to heat <laughs> put hot water in it ever again. It's the perpetual motion <laughs> of the hot water world. No wonder they're flying off the shelves. <laughs> It'd be like the Roman springs in Bath, <laughs> won't it? Constantly. Yeah. Um, and then he's written, Angel. I guess he has to have his own hot water bottle because his wife's basically kicked him out. Yeah, I think he's bought his own. Yeah. And this is how much he likes it. I-L-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-
O-O-V-E, it. And, we, yeah. and this is Angel 45 to 54. As what are you saying? Should know better? It's too many O's there. <laughs> you shouldn't be writing reviews for hot water bottles, <laughs> should you? Um, there was one other one, two out of five. It's rare you get a two mm. out of five. Beautiful soft toy, but doesn't heat up well. So Tory from Leeds. I think we've even heard from Tory so from what's, Leeds. What's the product? And the same hot water bottle. Yeah. This is a hedgehog hot water right, bottle. Right, right, right. Heat retention two, design four, overall score two. Uh-huh. The hedgehog itself is lovely and soft, but it doesn't heat up that much. Hmm. Even putting it in the microwave no, for a longer never, time well, makes can, no difference. Can everyone just stop doing that, please? please. Just put boiling just, no. hot water in it, mm-hmm. Tory from Leeds. That's a bit of a spiky review. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then the last one this this, this is pa- <laughs> this is passive aggressive this I, lo- I love the way people say things so they're asking about um a hot water bottle is this lovely natural rubber or is it horrible artificial plastic yeah it's not loaded at all this, is it this is a question from freezing man that's true name right uh, it is loaded that's a lot like your question that you emailed them with yeah, but I didn't. Not as aggressive. I didn't load it with horrible no. artificial plastic. You can't get horrible. <laughs> no, that's why you didn't get a response. Anyway. It wasn't PA enough. Yeah, is it? I still haven't got a response as of today. So there you go. You need to send an angry one. Hi there. I can confirm. This is why I want your science to come in. I oh. can confirm that this hot water bottle is made of fifty percent rubber, uh-huh. lovely natural rubber, yeah. and you're going to have to Google. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Fifty percent calcium carbonate. I I didn't look this up because I want you to. It do sounds it. like it's, it sounds explosive to me. Just let's hear what calcium carbonate is. I didn't know Um, it was a thing you could make into a hot water bottle. It's a dietary supplement Mm. used when the amount of calcium taken in the diet is not enough. Uh, Obviously, your bones need it. It's also used as an antacid to relieve heartburn. Uh, One moment, caller. Thank Mm. you for telling me it was rubber and calcium carbonate. I've been using it. I've been eating the hot water bottle. (laughs) (laughs) The great news is I haven't got any indigestion anymore. It's not made of calcium carbonate, is Hold it? Hold on, I think I might have found something. Okay. Natural rubber filled with calcium carbonate is the most common material used for hot water bottles, oh. but is susceptible to oxidation and polymer degradation at high temperatures. It's not ideal for a hot water bottle, then. Yeah. Okay. This is the last one, because I think we've lost most of the people. Hold it? on, boiling water is not recommended for use in hot water bottles. No, it isn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. I always put boiling hot water. No, in you there. stop it either before it boils or put some cold in first in case it oh, does boil. I've never known yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, no, boiling this is, is brilliant too information. Hot. Then yeah, be saving saving lives, my life as well as yeah. God bless. Um, this is due to the risk of rubber being degraded from high temperature water and risk of injury and breakage. Yeah, mm, as you were under the the last question from Freezing Man, mm-hmm. um, MZ Rider said, and this is again slightly loaded, are they British made and does the rubber smell too rubbery? So like you feel sick when you're using them. Yeah, I'm with him. Yeah. I'm with him on that. When I put the really boiling hot water in my hot water bottle, I can smell it. It's like, Ugh. Yeah, I mean, they're made of rubber, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I just thought the reply from Ellen at Argos was good. Hi there. I have found that the hot water bottle is made in China. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. They're all manufactured to British standards. We wouldn't be able to comment on the smell. I'm sorry. What is too rubbery to one person may not bother another. <laughs> and I thought, Ellen, fair shout. Fair Smart. shout. Need to kick on. So, making your mind up. Wise mind. You get yeah. all comfy now, you've got to get into academic mode. Academia. Mm. Okay. I've, I've researched. Crikey. 
and a mound of books and typed what and printed Jeez. i know you're turning into me i'm turning into you there's pages of it i haven't got that long have you literally typed it up yeah printed it out what's have you print what's that in blue have you got blue ink or is your ink running out no i just i cut cut and paste some and um oh you printed color yeah Ooh, the color printer at home have you <laughs> you're doing well <laughs> Okay. I reckon 15 minutes. Okay. I don't want to go into the level of detail that we were sort of discussing between ourselves around mindfulness. Mm -hmm. So backdrop to this, I've mentioned the mindfulness courses I'm on. I'm finding a lot of positivity and a lot of help and a lot of assistance in mindfulness in terms of how I view myself, how I view the world. And it's a little bit evangelical about spreading the news i recognize from what i've been reading today firstly that not everyone believes that mm -hmm. and secondly i think it isn't necessarily my role to sort of go this is brilliant i do it therefore you must do it and sure. then it'll be brilliant for you yep. so this is going to be mindfulness light so it's going to be a, the little bit about mindfulness is going to be sort of a factual bit and the, the bits that have worked for me and then there's a little link in the middle about some of the stuff that we've done around habits mm -hmm. And I'm just going to start before we get on the mindfulness. I trained with Amelia today and we were talking about basically entrenched habits. This used to be a standing joke. In our family, our children were allowed crisps on Wednesdays. Them's the rules. <laughs> just Wednesdays. Okay. So for their packed lunch for school, Monday to Friday, one day, the Wednesday, they were allowed crisps. Okay. And this became, as they get older, like... Really? You know. I was going to, I was going to say, they only, they're still only eat crisps on a Wednesday. <laughs> well, that's sort of the case. Oh. That Amelia's been saying that she's been with people who's, who's was like, I have crisps seven days a week. You are a weirdo only having it one day a week. Oh, right, yeah. And we were saying how that when habits become formed and become your default. Mm. So she now has, yeah, won't eat crisps every day, but she's saying she's been around people who are eating crisps every day and going, this is why I don't. Right. And they've looked through a new pair of eyes and gone, that makes sense. Yeah. Why, why am I? And I've only yeah, used yeah. crisps as an example. Sure. Why am I doing this seven days a week? And if you had your wise mind, this is the point I'm making, yeah. between the emotion and logic, you might go, I don't actually need to eat crisps seven yeah. days a week. Yeah. So I'm going to touch on a little bit on this, how that the habits that we formed, part of the brain's protection is just to get in a habit and then not question it. Mm -hmm. Just keep doing it. And it's about protection. It's like, if I haven't died from doing this every day. Yeah, keep doing it. So yeah. the one thing I wanted to ask you before we kicked in, when you come to train with me, do you take the same route every time? Yes. What is the reason for you taking that route? It's the quickest. What do you base and that answer on? It, well, if I leave here at quarter to the hour, I'll be exactly 30 seconds late, <laughs> which I normally am. So have you tried both routes? And, and timed them well there's probably a it's probably thousands three of or four well there's three there. or four obvious routes um i've not timed them no no so the point i'm making today i came a different way purely on just a gut feeling i wanted to come a different way right. i don't know if it's quicker than the usual way or not via cardiff <laughs> but the point i'm making is <laughs> when do you like, no, you won't so, say there's three obvious routes yeah surely if you were going to be mindful of i want to get there as quick as possible or I want to get to the route that's shortest to save petrol, 
you would spend a little bit of time and go, I'm going to try these three routes and time them, or I'm going to find out which is the shortest. And what we do is we become entrenched in one habit mm. that this is the way I go to marks. But it isn't based on anything other than habit. Yeah. This leads on to something that uh, a quote that I've used a couple of times and looking it up, unlike my quote before, which was only me that said it, the, the death and living one. This one has been given to uh, Mark Twain, Maslow, Kaplan, Buddha, and unknown has also got it. Right, so they've all claimed it. As they've well. all claimed it. Right, okay. And, but this is the wording from Maslow, and Maslow's going to come up a lot in the new new year. I only know his hierarchy of needs. That's all I yes, know. And he never has drew, he done other stuff. He never drew it like that ever in his life. Well, like a triangle. Yeah. Didn't Did he have, not? Didn't ever do that, and it actually undermines the whole message he was given. Oh, that's interesting. Which is why we've got time for that today. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, bookmark. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. So this is what Maslow said, 1966. I suppose it is tempting if the only tool you have is a hammer to treat everything as if it were a nail. Yeah. And I've mentioned that a few times before. A little bit of this is scripted. I'm so proud of myself. A little bit. All of mine is. (laughs) Yeah. So in the last podcast, you stated that we had a shared appetite to learn, Mm. whether it's like ants or the meaning of life. So in that spirit, I found myself deviating from the area that I expected to follow in this section, which is going away from mindfulness, looking at habits as well. Firstly, I've written a script to guide me. And secondly, I've listened to others. And these two factors can act as an extended metaphor for what I'd like to convey and then discuss with you. So I'm going to touch on the original mindfulness subject to start, Mm -hmm. then link to these other areas. So a whistle-stop tour of mindfulness, as I understand it, and people are going to go, no, no, it's different, different, different. Mm -hmm. The work that I'm doing a lot of the detail has been informed and guided by the works of John Kabat-Zinn, and We'll put all the links for this. Mm-hmm. And he's the most well-known creators of the MBSR, which is the mindfulness-based stress reduction, which I've mentioned is the course I'm on. Yes. And it's interesting. His aim was to harness the fundamentals of mindfulness meditation as practiced by the Buddha. It's interesting he's put by the Buddha. I didn't know. Uh, it's with... like the Jedi. Yeah. Like, it's like a collective. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Rather yeah, than just Buddha being that... one little... Yeah. Yeah, I Dude. guess. But he was, his well, aim was to harness depth. the fundamentals of that, but with Buddhism taken out, because yeah. I think he felt it was like seen as some sort of Eastern spiritual, uh-huh. you know, whatever. Yeah. So he wanted to take Rather that. Rather than universal. Yeah, and he came out with a great phrase. I don't know if, but this is attributed to him. He said, just like gravity isn't English because of Sir Isaac Newton, <laughs> yeah. their meditation is not exclusively Buddhist. And I thought, yeah, yeah. it isn't that you don't. And that made me think about, and I'm not going to talk about this, the whole thing about cultural appropriation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, if mindfulness was to do with Buddha, but it, it you know. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. true, yeah. The other thing that he's very clear about, that mindfulness isn't a panacea for curing things and getting things better and making things. It's basically the awareness that arises from paying attention on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. And we've talked about the judgment a lot. Yeah. In order to provide balance, which obviously I often don't do (laughs) in my arguments, I looked at two people that did something called the Buddha Pill, Farias and Wilkholm, who wrote something going, it might not be all it's cracked up to be. So there are, there are. (laughs) Going back to what we just said about Maslow, and I said we would definitely review him. He's best, he is coming back into, to to favour at the moment. Cognitive bias that involves an over-reliance on a familiar tool. But the point about the hammer is that, that one of the things that comes out of Maslow is we prefer to make do with what we have rather than looking for better alternatives. And they, they demonstrated this with a, um, a cartoon. And there was a guy basically going into a general, going into war with a very long spear and all, all his army were there with spears. Right. 
and there's a guy behind him with a machine gun and he went i haven't got time for your sales pitch now <laughs> and i thought that sums it up doesn't it you know yeah, you have does, that yeah. hammer and yeah. it isn't the best tool all the time yeah what it does is it examines the biases that lock our thinking mm-hmm. In order to have any transformation, there's the right tools, which the hammer was the analogy for and the right mindset. And so I looked something up called the Einstellung effect. This is the negative effect of our previous experiences when solving new problems. And that's basically, going back to Maslow's hammer, it's our predisposition to solve a problem in a specific manner, even though better or more appropriate methods of solving the problem exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not going to, to go through this now, but there's a little maths quiz. We'll put it Good online. It? And it's, yeah, you don't want to do it. <laughs> no. So what they're saying is that they use the expression resting on our mental laurels. Our brains mm. are constantly seeking ways to conserve energy. So we're not that far evolved from the days when our main concern was to stay alive and we had to run from man-eating predators. The brain still holds on to this heritage. So what it says is that most things habitual are stored in the basal ganglia. And we've mentioned the ganglia before. That is literally, I don't want to waste energy, exerting any energy that I could otherwise use from running from the the saber-toothed tiger. So why don't I just do the same thing I've done all the time because Because I'm still alive. I don't want to take yeah. any extra effort yes yeah. and it saves my those bits of my mind which is going to work yeah. out how to get up a tree or to run away yeah, um so it's following set mental routines so once habituated anything in life becomes difficult for us to change mm. so the more we do it our neural circuits become more resistant to new ideas and it sees them as threats and this triggers our amygdala which is the fear center of our brains yeah. and that's the reason we're afraid of things outside our control yeah. Um, and this is part of the limbic system of the brain, which we mentioned a few podcasts ago. And there's a thing called amygdala hijack. And I thought this was something that, that resonated with me. It refers to a personal emotional response that is immediate, overwhelming and out of measure with the actual stimulus because it has triggered a much more significant emotional threat. And what I understand that means is that your emotional response to an idea maybe of trying something new is going I tried something new before and it didn't work. Yeah. Therefore, I'm not going to try swimming again because I almost drowned. Yeah. Whereas it would make sense to swim so that in future you don't drown. And maybe learn why why it might not have worked. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And they're saying this amygdala hijack is the point of almost getting to... Yeah, the emotional response takes away. So the emotional take takes away the logical mind, mm, going back to the mm, wise mm, mind, and mm. goes, no, 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 you're safe as you are. Don't yeah, try yeah, anything yeah. new. So they said things like routine shortcuts include punching in your phone password or setting alarm at night or simply locking the door. There's this example, and this, this hits me often. You know when someone asks you, did you put the alarm on? And you sometimes can't remember. Then, you only did it two minutes ago. Yeah, now you th- your default is no. So I'm going to get up and I'll check it check. <laughs> You know, if you, if you sat oh, yeah. down, your brain knows you did it because your memory lasts more than two minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this is an embedded habit. Uh-huh. And that happens to say your brain's saving you precious time. Yeah. So they reckon about 50% of what we do every day is driven by habit. Yeah, it's always people that muck that up. It's like, I've just saved time. My whole primal kind of existence has made me just save time and energy. And someone has just put doubt in my mind. And I've now <laughs> got to get up. Yeah, out of a nice warm bed and go and yeah. check the back door, and they've which suddenly, I knew I'd locked. Yeah, and they've suddenly put a threat there because yeah. the threat is if I haven't locked the door, if I have yeah, got I'm gonna, that wrong, I'm going to get, I'm going to get, yeah, burgled and killed by a saber-toothed tiger in my sleep. Yeah. So this was the bit about the habits, and so 
why I, why I wanted to just center on that for seven or eight minutes is what I find from mindfulness, and this has to be a personal experience, it's no good me just purporting to know everything about mindfulness. This is just how I found it, is that the wise mind, which we've mentioned on a number of times, to me feels like the balance that can give, maybe going back to what we were talking about, the whole thing about the pandemic and how things are out of sync. It just brings you back to that moment Mm. where there is the balance between your emotions and your logic. So you don't get ruled by one or the other. And so very, very quickly, what we said before was we gave two examples of the Venn diagram. One was wise mind was the meeting of logical and emotional or the balance of logical and emotional. Mm. And I've already said to you when we're talking about the music, I was totally led by emotions. There wasn't necessarily a logic in my choices. Mm -hmm. Yours was somewhat different, that there was some logic in yours. And then the second one that I was talking about from this Saturday, which was the doing and being. And again, my doing is the competitive, the setting of targets, the constant striving for things, which leaves out the being bit, which is the the restoration and the self-care. Yeah. And so all I'm going to do is my homework uh, from the course. I'm just going to go through it. So this will save me time. Uh, and it was <laughs> it was just giving a few places of where we can get wise mind. Now, I'd like to do, as I said to you before, I'd like to do something around the breathing. Mm-hmm. I've had four people this week say in different instances, when I did the smelling the flower, blowing out the candle from yeah. the diver, four okay. people have said, it's either helped me sleep yeah. or it's calmed me down. Yeah, it's good. And if we're going to give a take, have you? Yeah, yeah. And I think these, we we can print all these up or put them all up, but I think people are going to find the same. Print them? Print them? I'm going to do this. Send everyone? (laughs) Or send all five people a a letter? If everybody can email in their addresses, (laughs) I'm going to get an email out of (laughs) it. A stamped addressed envelope. You have to get some more ink for that colour printer of yours. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So these are these are just ways that that they're suggesting this week in my homework I look to find wise mind. Mm. Number one is reading, and it says to actively find inspirational messages. And I've put in brackets, not cliches. And there are one not or two Instagram. <laughs> yeah, not Instagram. Secondly is reminders. And they've suggested putting alarms on phone to be mindful of current activities. Yeah. One of the things I do with a number of clients is send them a picture. I might have probably done this with you in the past. Send them a picture of a water bottle or a waterfall and go, go and have a drink or just a glass of water. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how many people go, I've just got a text showing glass of water. I went and had a glass of water. Yeah. And so I think having a, an alarm or a reminder on your text to just sort of get in a mindful peace of mind mm-hmm. um is, is a good thing if you're possible to do it yeah um one was to have wise mind in daily life and i've mentioned this to you so it's it's looking at the moment to moment tasks and doing them mindfully and i used the example to you of making coffee mm-hmm. and i've done this on a few occasions so i'll make the coffee i'll listening to yeah. the beans being ground i'll capture the aroma when it comes out i'll listen to the sound of the water going into the cup and one of the things is a lot because you're coffee machine's very good mm-hmm. that layer of crema on the top mm-hmm. and just actually looking at it and seeing how beautiful it is and you know and then savoring the taste so instead of spending time racing around <laughs> or doing press-ups <laughs> just just look at your coffee machine and be mindful of of, of the, yeah. what's actually so that could work i guess yeah i mean when the other example someone gave was hand washing dishes and i actually did that today and you think the water is really warm. You look at the yeah. bubbles. You look at yeah. the scent coming off. The satisfaction you of look cleaning out the garden them. if you're lucky exactly. to have it near a garden. Yeah, you know. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one around was if you felt overwhelmed. That says just for this one moment, just this one task. And they use this on the washing dishes. Like at this moment, if everything feels too much, just look at the task ahead of you to wash a cup. 
to take a step to just read one page of a book mm-hmm. and just be okay with that. Yeah. The next one is the one I've used a lot, and it's called about an awareness of events. So it's similar to the coffee machine, but it's something I use it for something that I'm actively engaged in. So we do it in weights to a degree. You know, I'll be saying, you know, think of your scapula on the lap pull down and imagine you're holding a pencil. So yeah. there isn't just lifting a weight, it's yeah. it's, Visual, it's yeah. visually yeah. and actively lifting that weight. And one of the things I've done is... is and then the pushing the ground away. I've never said this before. Yes. Pushing the earth away with your feet. Yeah. Really good one as well. Yeah. Simple one, but powerful one. Definitely. One of the ones around noticing things I find is the shower. So one of the things that I've suddenly realized is I use a certain brand of shampoo. And since I've been mindful having a shower, the actual aroma of that shampoo is like... I don't mean it's exciting. That's the wrong word. <laughs> but it's evocative. It's like as soon as I open that shampoo and smell it, I know... That I'm You're going to wash your hair. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked that out. Here it comes. Yeah. Shut your eyes, this will sting. <laughs> you have that Johnson No Tears one, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> but it's that point about it isn't just jumping into a shower and jumping out. It's the fact that yeah. you know, take into the, you know, listening to the water, for example, or feeling the heat or, water, or the water's cold. Water's a big one for lots of people, yeah. isn't it? And the final one, which mm-hmm. I suddenly realized I'm not necessarily being successful on Mm. is a wise mind around willingness and it's when you're asked to do something it's the balance of being in doing mind or in being mind yeah and i've recognized when i did this that when people ask me to do things i would judge that request so someone will go for example could you just pass me that glass and my mind will go i'm probably a foot nearer than you so like no you get it (laughs) like if you want the glass you're near enough if the request was you're in the shops at the moment can you buy me some steak because my car's broken down i go yeah of course i can anything Mm -hmm. to help but on other things what i'm finding is that simple requests Mm -hmm. i'm going i don't know if i want to do that and instead of just balancing and go logically i am nearer that glass and it isn't going to hurt me to pass it yeah instead of my original response being you want the glass get it yourself why should i do something for you mm-hmm. so this is where the wise mind for me is coming in is that when someone has asked me to do something i'm looking at it from their perspective as well okay yeah. and that's harder to explain maybe but i think you'll find it does happen when people are you're engaging in tasks and and maybe things that you'd your original thought is i don't actually want to do this mm-hmm is going, well, actually, it won't hurt me to do it. Maybe that person has asked me to pass the glass because they've got wet hands and they're scared they're going to drop it, recognising that when people ask you for help, it's probably that they need assistance. So where do you go with the next stage of that? So, so say you're aware of a lot of this is being aware of how you respond to things. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Or is that literally as far as it goes? I get, I'm trying to think whether now you've real, you've understood that. What then? Or is that not okay. about what this is about? Right. I'll give you an example. So like, I recognize that I had that. It's not, there's not right or wrong. There's not a right or wrong response. Get it yourself isn't a wrong response. It's not very nice. It's a bit, it's a little bit aggy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's not going to make the next couple of minutes very pleasurable for you. Do you know what I mean? Or is it, but is it about that? Or is it about, it's not saying, why don't you just be a better person and just think about that from their point of view? Because you can still think about it from their point of view and go, no, I still don't want to do it Fine. for whatever reason. Right, you know at, right at the beginning, I was saying that mindfulness isn't the panacea. It yes. doesn't cure things. It doesn't give you the answers to, no, of course. So John kabat which I said, was the awareness that arises from paying attention on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. So I'll give you a practical example of how this worked today. Mm-hmm. Amelia's back visiting 
and she said, would you like to train? We rarely get to train with each other. Mm-hmm. And up until very recently, she trains parts of her body that I never train and vice versa. She's now discovered upper body. And she said, what are you training today? And we've been talking about mindfulness. And I said, I'm training um, my back. And she said, oh, I was going to train legs. And what would have happened in the past is we would have gone, okay. And, well, and call the whole thing off. Gone our own separate ways. Right. And she said, well, actually, she said, I'm more likely to to do my workout for upper body if I come and join you because I know it's really cold outside I'm not really motivated Mm -hmm. at the moment but if you're going I'll come with you and we'll do back so we got in the garage and she said what are you going to do for your back and so I listed four exercises and one is one I do with you where the incline bench and you pull the weights up which I like and I think you quite like Wayne likes and when we got in there I said these are the four exercises I'm going to do and Amelia said oh I know you really like that exercise I'm not that keen on it and I went straight into Y's mind. So the logic is I can train my back in one of 10 ways. It doesn't have to be that exercise. I took away my emotional mind that went, but this is the routine I've already got. This is what I do. This is yeah. my back routine. And I went straight to Y's mind and I went, are you okay with these three exercises? And she said, yeah. And I said, that's great by me. We'll just do a few more sets on those. We don't have to do that exercise. When we came to the end, the session had gone well. And she said, oh, can we do a fourth exercise? Can we do these? And I went, yeah. Now, in the past, my attitude would have been, we're in my gym. You want me to train, you know, with you. I'm saying I'm doing back. I've told you what I'm going to train. And I would have gone, well, why don't you want to do that one? And I would have gone judgmentally. But the whole thing was with mind. It wasn't then an emotional decision. It was logically, there's two of us. She's not keen on that exercise. Why are we going to do it? There wasn't any mm-hmm. set criteria. Sure. So I think that's what I'm finding with the wise mind is, is looking. And it isn't about giving in to other people or being soft or not judging or saying other people are wrong. Mm. So I think it isn't all being. Yeah, I, I immediately hit. go. Yeah, that's all very well. But can we just have that, that other mark? Because that's what everybody's thinking. I guess was my point. You kind of go and I've, I've, I've looked at it from every, every point of view. I still I still think this. That's OK, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. Well, it's not okay or not. None of this is about being okay or not okay. You're giving an example of kind of where you've come with this. I'm just looking at the situation. But isn't there I'm a part, really well, there's a part of you it. going, no, I've, I've looked at all that stuff. They've got their own views. They've got their own views, but they still need to hear this. But is yes. that what you're trying to avoid? Because you don't think that's helpful or you don't think that's constructive. No, no, or you don't I'm, think not, it's nice or... I'm not avoiding any form of conflict or disagreement. Yeah. So, so this it... is just that I'm doing the, rather than jumping, I'm doing the with a wise mind I'm, I'm my answer is going views. to be from wise mind it doesn't have to be any different from sure. the beginning it's just the pros how you get to that point yeah. maybe just give yourself a bit of time to my, my sister to said something um the other day regarding my dad's ashes a thought she had for my dad's ashes and she told me what she thought and fundamentally i disagree and it's mm-hmm. quite an emotive issue yeah what's going to happen to your dad's ashes yeah. and fundamentally i disagree and when she finished telling me her view mm. i said can I respond to you in a couple of days? My view hasn't changed, Mm -hmm. but when I get back to her, my response will be from a wise mind position, not an emotional response. If I had responded to her then, I would have gone, you're wrong. You've got no right to say that. He was my dad too. That ain't happening. I'm still going to say that, but I'm going to come up with some alternatives. I'm going to to say it in a way that won't upset her because it's an emotive issue. So my I wise think that's where mind, I was going. You're not yeah. going to back back to the it's not the panacea. You're not going to avoid those awkward no. responses. And my response just, is the same. It's just, I guess, giving it a bit of a chance. Yeah. Giving yourself a bit of a chance to 
absorb it. Yeah. And think about it, kick yeah. it around. And, and she thinks her thoughts are facts. So when she yeah. told me her thoughts, she thought, this is a good idea because of this, this, this. Yeah. And yeah. I'll be able yeah. to go back and go, we got a difference of opinion. We're either going to have to like fall out <laughs> yeah, yeah. or we're going to have to find a middle yeah. ground. Yeah. But if I'd given it there and then, it's the same with, you know, texts, yeah. isn't it? Quite often you'll send a text and go, actually, yeah. wise mind would have sent a different text. Might have come with the same result. Yeah. Sure. Um, I guess getting out of that instant response, which is our primal response to do something in that moment. Is it yes. just giving, you know, we don't have the time to go back and be all polite to the saber tooth tiger. How about a couple of days to think about your approach the other day exactly. when you're about to bite my face off? Yeah, yeah. I've got this bit that the saber tooth tiger can just wait a little bit. I'm going to change my habit. Um, and looking after my, my head is as, as important as looking after my body. Beautifully done, sir. Might have gone over 15 minutes. Yeah, might possible. have a bit. Now, I know I did a really funny joke earlier. I've got another snowman joke. Okay, my wise mind's going to go, I'd love to hear it. Yeah? I'm lying, but that's, that's the answer <laughs> you're going to get. Have you yeah. considered both sides, how I might feel? If I reject you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, snowman jokes are my favourite jokes. Are they? Yeah. thought so. What kind of hats do snowmen wear? Just give me a second, because I'm going to try and answer it. No, I don't know. Ice caps. Or chill, yeah. chillbies, which I thought would have been a better one. Yeah. What is an ice cap? What? It's just like an iceberg, isn't it? I don't know. Let me pick my joke apart. This is a good one. Um, this was on a friend of as Taylor. It's on her Instagram. It's a Christmas one, I'm afraid. Okay. You ready for your first Christmas joke? Uh -huh. well, I'm assuming it was your first. What is good King Wenceslas's favourite pizza? One that's deep pan crisp and even. Uh, we've got a review from Adam. Yeah. Got a feeling that this might be the Adam we talk about a lot. <laughs> could, could well be. I've been listening from the beginning. These two get better and better. This episode has made me think about my relationship with music. Uh, I'm off to start my top 10 album list. Uh, not sure I can commit to 100 singles list. He's well into his music. Of course. Good. He used to go to festivals with And Adam. this is a review from someone who've, who's given them the name of Not Now, but mm -hmm. not with a K. Yeah. I love these guys. They cover all sorts. I mean, we don't know this, but we haven't paid anyone to say this. So no. this is this is extra cool. I love these guys. They cover all sorts of topics. Don't take themselves too seriously. And usually there's a good message or takeaway from the show. You should be, this could be you. Have you read this? <laughs> I usually listen when I'm driving. It's called Not Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the clues are there. <laughs> I usually listen when I'm driving and often laugh out loud as their chemistry is amusing, but also fascinating. How each episode they become more natural and professional without being overproduced. This has got to be someone we know. It's got to be. It's all the things that... I just think it's someone being... felt like I've written it in my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> if ever opposite attracts, this is it. And they collide on everything from politics, organisational skills, food, exercise music and yet it's perfectly balanced with facts nonsense rude <laughs> and useful tips thanks gents thank you not now whoever you are yeah i like that one mm. as you say we could have written it ourselves yeah that's it for this episode well done for getting this far and thanks for listening all links and references will be in our show notes and there's gonna be about <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of links with your yeah. bibliography there i'll send it through to you on time <laughs> please make sure you subscribe to us via your favorite podcasting app and if you're enjoying this pod then please do tell a friend and help us spread the word 
If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, then please do leave us a five-star rating and or review as it really helps with being found on the World Wide Web's. Also, we'll read your review out. Yeah, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at I'm Finecast, and you can send us an email to imfinecast at gmail.com. So in the next episode, we're going to look at calorie deficit. It's going to be a little bit of a curry theme. Mm-hmm. And why you shouldn't start New Year's resolutions in January. Correct. Well, you don't have to. No. Time is a man-made construct. You're right. Probably not even my birthday in real life. No. Also... Final thought for the day. Yeah. The one day you think you'd sing happy birthday would be the day you're born. Yeah. No one does it on your on your on the your day birthday. of your birth. Mm. It's a missed opportunity. That is, isn't it? Sad. On that note. See you in the next episode. Happy Good birthday. Night. <laughs>